0: are back it has been a couple weeks yeah i'm excited how was your easter it was good good it was good um we didn't really do too much we went to tan's parents we had to go over there kind of early and then came back home and just hung out Mm -hmm. with my mom and stuff so how was your easter
1: it was good i uh hosted it at my house for the first time um and my house is kind of small for all the people that were coming and it was supposed to rain so i just kept praying like all day, all weekend, that you know, the Lord would hey, hold off on the rain. Um, cause my plan was to have everyone sit outside and He did
0: nice, so it was great. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've seen the pictures from that. <laughs> well,
1: actually, we sat um, in the garage but had the door open and because the tables fit in there, so nice. it was good. Fried some fish, Ooh. Yeah, it was so good. Is it the it fish sweet. from the
0: bachelor party?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we finally finished off the rest of it. That was some good fish. I know, it was
0: so good. Heck yeah yeah usually we um host easter at our house too but this year we didn't which is fun mm-hmm. the weather's been nice it's been yeah good. so how have you been since last time good um have
1: a job change since last time what are you gonna be good go and work for my dad um it's a complete career shift so i'm just staying positive and hopeful that everything will work out the way it's supposed to um kind of been searching for a new job for several months, probably since the beginning of this year, and it wasn't going great in the searching process, Um, and actually this opportunity kind of like reared its head first a few months ago, but it didn't, wasn't the time, didn't work out then, so, but now we're here, and I'm excited about it that's exciting
0: yeah that's exactly how it happened for me too honestly because i the position i'm in i had applied for last year um probably like around september or october and i didn't get it and i was super Mm -hmm. bummed out but then it came back to me and was presented to me a couple weeks ago or yeah probably not like a month ago so yep it's all in his time and that's all in his
1: time and amen sister
0: that's for sure. Um, so I wanted to share something from a podcast that I um listened to the other day because it's really been resonating with me, like just kind of brewing and trying to see I guess where it like fits in my life. And it's basically the title was Take the lid off. And basically what I got from it was um we're putting limits on God and mm-hmm. what he can do in our life. And if we want our cup to runneth over so we can bless other people, we have to stop putting the lid on the cup and limiting God for what he can do in our lives. And I feel like that goes in hand in hand in situations where I'm being called to do something, but I don't feel like I'm qualified. So I don't Mm -hmm. listen. The
1: fear and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And And I just mm -hmm. thought
0: that was really good because I always like if I'm being called to do something, but I don't have you know, the perfect speech, or I don't know what I'm going to say, or I just feel unequipped. You know, I constantly, we constantly put that lid on God mm-hmm. and feeling like he's not going to allow us to fulfill that purpose that he's calling us for because we're not ready. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just been sitting with me for a couple of days because I feel like there's opportunities I've missed feeling like that I'm not equipped to do the work that he's calling me to do. Why is he not calling somebody else? Um, where I could name off a hundred other people that's Mm -hmm. way better and more qualified than me, you know, but that's not the purpose that he has for my life. And so I'm really trying to reel it back in and understand that I might be called to situations that are scary or I might be called to do something that's kind of crazy, but in order to allow him to continue to fill my cup up and to bless other people in the way that I want him to, I have to stop putting the lid on it. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was just really good that I heard this week. Take your fear cap off. Amen. (laughs) I love that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I, I really like that too because, you know, whenever we're put in situations that we don't feel exactly comfortable in, that's when we grow. So what I said was... (laughs) that, you know, when we are in these situations that we don't feel exactly equipped for or like we can do it, that's where, you know, we grow and we become better people and things like that. And it kind of, it reminded me of something Jim said today during the service was that it doesn't matter where you are in your faith walk, there's always more for you. Mm -hmm. Um, so if we don't have those things in our life that force us to grow and to move, then you'll just stay like stuck where you are and that's not um what God has for us. He always has more.
0: Right. And that also does to remind me just like like you said, it doesn't matter where you are in your faith walk because like right now I'm probably in the best position with my faith that I've mm-hmm. ever been, but I'm also like struggling with anxiety and depression and stress and so much stuff is going on right now in my life, you know. But he also mentioned remember where he brought you from Mm -hmm. because like although in this time in this moment it's all real like the way i feel is overwhelming and stuff like that i have to remember like there was a point in time where i prayed for everything that i have Mm -hmm. and he has brought me through so much more than what i'm going through right now even though right now it's stressful so i thought that was really good
1: yeah i i I feel the same way kind of, but actually I've been feeling super, just like in a good spot recently, super grateful. Um, and I thought, you know, today I was like, man, today's a great day. Like I love the Lord. So thankful for everything. Uh, I feel like I'm in just such a good spot. And like, while we were worshiping, um, I was just like giving thanks, you know, like everything is so good right now. Woo-hoo! Um, but then that last song, that we played, um, another in the fire and you were like, Oh, I need this song. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I love this song too. You know? Um, but the first line of that song is there is a grace when the heart is under fire. Mm -hmm. And when those words came out of my mouth, I like literally, like I got that feeling, you know, where you're just like, Oh, Mm -hmm. like what? Wait a minute. (laughs) What's going on? There's something that needs to be dealt with here. And, um, So I'm going to have to work through that and figure that out. But it just kind of checked me for a Uh second. I was like, yeah, things are great. um, But don't stop. Like, don't ever forget to thank the Lord for where you're at right now. And um, because, you know, tomorrow everything could go south or whatever. Um, So that just kind of, I don't know. I just had this, like, not like it was a bad feeling of like, oh, things aren't great. But it was more so just like. Remember what you've been walking through the last mm-hmm. few months because where you're at right now, like, those trials got you here. Right. Um, and just remember who was in control of all that and just remember that this, the way you're feeling right now, is worth everything that you just dealt with the past few months. Right. Um, so I really, yeah, that song, I was just like, whoa, clearly I needed yeah. to hear this too <laughs> because now I'm feeling some type of way that I wasn't feeling... 20 seconds ago when I thought we were done with worship, but
0: yeah. And it just goes to remind me like there's different seasons in life and I like to call them seasons because that is really ultimately what they are as we go through these rough patches to get us to the good patches and vice versa. And, um, in those difficult seasons, that's when we are being planted Mm -hmm. and we're going and heading in the direction of growth, you know? And so I just try to hold on to that. Um, and, and there's people out there that I know, um, whether they're my family or friends or on a, who I talk to on a regular basis that are struggling with the same things. And it's just a reminder for us that it's just a season. Mm-hmm. It's bound to change. It might not change today. It might not change tomorrow. It might not change next week. But it's bound to change. And we just have to hold on to that and understand that this has to happen mm-hmm. so we can get to where he is really wanting us to go.
1: So. Yeah. It's crazy not crazy because this just keeps happening with us mm-hmm. like we are just like somebody one of you you'll say something and will be like oh that's funny because this <laughs> i read this or this happened to me and it all just kind of relates and so this is what i had picked out to share today um and it's from first corinthians chapter seven which we did in our bible study last week and it was just it was so good if anyone out there hasn't read this chapter go read it um, there's a lot to it, but um, I'm going to read verse 20. And it says, So everyone should continue to live faithful in the situation of life in which they were called to follow Jesus. Um, and then the little note down here says, um, Paul is teaching that no matter what a person's situation is in life, the real change needed often hang on the real change needed is not just in circumstances but is a heart that is willing to be faithful to god in all things we often wish we could be in different circumstances instead of looking for opportunities to serve god where we are Ooh. yeah um and so we did that on tuesday and that has just been like sticking with me all week long and also in this passage he talks about um you know whether you're circumcised or uncircumcised, Jew, Gentile, slave, free man, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't matter where, when you accept Jesus into your heart, it doesn't matter, you know, what job you have or what, um, like relationship status you have in your life. Because in this chapter, he's talking about, um, the Corinthians were like battling with this, um, dilemma that if they were mar- married it would be easier to serve God if they were single. And so Paul's like, no. Like, if you're single, that's fine. If you're married, that's fine too. Just serve God whatever situation you're in. Right. Um, and if there's more for you, he will lead you there and he will get you there eventually. Um, so I just, I really like that. And there was another verse in here I was gonna read too that says, um, "Do it's like Talking about if you're a slave when you were called um, to follow Jesus, don't let that concern you. Even if you can gain your freedom, make the most of that opportunity. And so to me, that verse was saying, like, so Paul's talking about, you know, wherever you're at right now, serve God right there. But if an opportunity does present itself to move forward or to grow or to gain your freedom, like, take it. You know, God will get you through that too, but if it doesn't, you know, it'll come or don't worry about it right now. Like he's in control and there's a plan for you. Right. Um, so I just love that 20 verse 20 through 24 is really good. First Corinthians
0: chapter seven. I feel like that also goes into a place of us just needing to be in a place of obedience to where we can hear him for those opportunities in those dark times. Because a lot of times we, during those dark times we shut out and I know like as I've been experiencing, I don't even want to sit here and act like it's the worst or anything, you know, because it's just, it's just a stressful season. Mm -hmm. You know, people have it way worse than I have going on right now. Like I'm not here complaining, but oftentimes we whenever we go through these seasons I feel like it has an opportunity to harden the heart and to close the ears, um, and for us to miss opportunities that he has for us to get us out of these situations. Um, because in the meantime we're 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 focused on the hurt and the pain and the sorrow that we're going through and the stress in life that we're not our eyes aren't focused on him and what he's mm-hmm. doing with these opportunities. And I feel like a lot of times people and myself as well. We just, we miss them. And sometimes he even brings them back to us, mm-hmm. but we miss them again because yeah. we're just not, we're, our intention's not where it should be, you know? Yeah. So,
1: well, like talking about the job thing and you know, that verse that I read, it, it all just kind of reminded me of our last podcast talking about intentionality and stuff like that. Um, cause the last, podcast, I said how, like, as an event planner, you know, I'm always looking forward, planning for the next date, um, stressing about, you know, how am I going to make this event work, what food, blah, 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 and, and I've been praying since I've been trying to look for, like, a new job for, you know, the opportunity that's going to make a better better easier I don't know the right word to use just um a way where I can serve God in my role and I know I could have done I can do that where I am or where I'm moving on from but I just felt like there was I needed to kind of do something else and kind of like make a way and so that's what I had been praying and every time like I saw a job that I wanted to apply for I was like oh God is this it like can I serve like help this be? if this is the job that will help me serve you like, let it be. And, you know, everything was like, nope, right. nope, <laughs> not this one, not that one, not today. Um, and then when, so I'm going to work for my dad and a couple months ago, he said that he had like this route coming open and was looking for somebody. And I was like, Ooh, this is it. I know this is it. And then like, I was like, no, <laughs> or my dad was like, no, um, I'm not comfortable putting you in this situation right now because of reasons um, and I was like, man, <laughs> I really thought that was it. And, and every time I would apply for a job and it wouldn't happen, I just like felt, you know, God just telling me to be still, be patient, be patient where you are. Like, just do what you can now, serve me here right now. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. And like, here we are two months later and it's come to fruition. And that's like, I, that was the opportunity. It just wasn't the right
0: time. Right. The time. And
1: I just think that's so cool.
0: Yeah, that's happened to me multiple times. And he's
1: like, I told you so. And I'm
0: like, like, amen. (laughs) He literally, literally, that's happened to me multiple times because I can count on all three positions with the company I've been with have been like that. Mm -hmm. When I first started, I missed the, um, when I first applied for that company, I missed the um, interview because uh, the job I was working at, we didn't have anybody because the person had called out. So I had to go open the office. So I couldn't go to that interview. Mm. So, they have filled the position. Three months later, I found it back online. I reapplied. I got the job. And then, my last role, I applied for twice, and I didn't get it the third time I got it. And this role now, I applied for twice. I didn't get it the first time, and I it I didn't even apply for it the second time. It came to me, Ooh, you know? So Even better. And it, I feel like he always has to remind me, because I'm such a person... I, I guess I would say I like control to an extent I like to know mm-hmm. that I got it regardless mm-hmm. you know like I'm I'm in control I'm gonna make a way regardless Same. but it's not me that's making a way it's, right. it's God you know right. and he always has to remind me like right before I'm ready to throw in the towel and say screw it you know like yeah. I give up you know yeah. it always comes through and he's always like I told you to just now, sit Now, if you still. would just sit down
1: yeah. and let me do my thing. <laughs> I
0: we'll, made you too impatient. <laughs> yeah, we
1: will get you through this. But there, I mean, you know, God gave you that headstrongness for um, for a reason. And he understands. And that's, that's what the grace when your heart is under fire is for.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm super, I, I feel like I'm definitely headstrong oh, in that aspect.
1: I'm so stubborn and such a control freak. There was something I was talking about um, to Mr. Jim Oh, about taxes. Mm. So, normally, we we would usually do our taxes on, like, TurboTax. And, you know, they tell you how much you're getting and when it should come and um, or what you have to pay or whatever the situation is. And But with Jordan's job this year, we had to actually use a tax person. And, you know, Jordan would just ask me, okay, I need this information, and I'm going to give it to her. And I'm like, okay, well, what is she doing with it? Like, And then when we finally got it all together and it sent – or whatever it was ready to be sent off i was talking to mr jim about it and i was like well when did what day did she send it because so because i know it usually takes about this long and i'm gonna know when when we're getting it or um and i was like oh i just don't like this and he was like what i was like somebody else like being in control of my money and he was like you got a control problem (laughs) i was like yes i'm very much like uh want to have my hand and know what's going on but he he remind he reminded me you know like it'll it'll come when it comes just be patient um you can't control everything and I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> don't tell me that
0: <laughs> I think in those situations though it he's trying to teach us in situations where we can control them and then there's situations where we can't control mm-hmm. you know and we have to we have to work through and understand that there are controllables that we can control and there's not what mm-hmm. we can't yeah. and. That's where I think most of my frustration comes from is, like, when the control is, like, like with my car. Mm-hmm. It's been there all week. They came Monday. Yeah. It, it got wrecked Monday. They came Monday. They picked it up. It hasn't even had an estimate done on it. Like, mm. what the heck, you know? <laughs> it's just. But nothing you can
1: do about that. There's
0: nothing I can do about yeah. it. So I just wake up every day and I drive the rental and I'm just going to mm. control what I can control, right. you know? So, I don't know. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's a crazy time. hmm Uh, Let's see. I wrote some notes down that I really wanted to talk about um, because I feel like there's a need to talk about brokenness in a sense. Um, I don't know exactly where I'm going to go with that, but I do feel like that it's on my heart to just talk about... Because I feel like brokenness in today's terms would be like rock bottom. Mm -hmm. But I feel like brokenness has an opportunity... To heal you what was truly broken, mm-hmm. not in a state of mind of where you're at, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I mean, brokenness is like the ultimate like humbler right, like you know we're we think we're so in control, and but as the more we feel that we're in control and that we can we'll always make a way, and we got it, you know the more and more things just don't work out right. for us, and so once you get to that place where you're just like, oh, okay, God, like I quit trying like help me I need help you know that's where you know he comes in and shows Mm -hmm. up big
0: time I think there's a lot of power in being broken Mm -hmm. Um, it hurts it sinks and it sucks Mm -hmm. but like I said earlier I feel like that's where the season to season thing Mm -hmm. comes in and that's where those seasons have to happen. I mean, we have to have summer in order for winter to come around. Right. You know, I can't stand winter, but we have to have winter in order for summer to come back around. Yeah. And I feel like in those times, that's when the ultimate healing and the growth really comes from. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, I, we look at it as in a negative aspect because of the pain. Mm-hmm. And if we knew the truth of of Jesus and the word of God, then I feel like we would look at it in a different perspective than mm-hmm. what it is. And I feel like there's a lot of people, including myself, in certain areas where brokenness has a place to deter us from our goals and from our walk in, in our faith with God. But we just need to look at it from an aspect of um, it had to break us to regrow us stronger, mm-hmm. if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um, like when, if you think about like when someone first comes to follow Jesus he he turns us into new people mm-hmm. like we are made new in him and i mean mo- more times than not people come finally come to Jesus when they've been through such hard times and brokenness and they have no hope left or no 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 love left in their life that's when they come and in that brokenness you know god makes you a new person with new hope new found love and it's just like that um, that saying that's like, make it or break it, or mm-hmm. whatever breaks you will make you, and just like, you know, the different circumstances that you have to go through, it makes you just a stronger person, and in, mm-hmm. in you as an individual and in your faith. Um, so, I mean, we can't, <laughs> faith is, you know, believing without seeing, things like yeah. that. We wouldn't, why would we need faith if everything was, great all the time if there weren't hard things in life to go through um yeah so I I mean it's just a part of life brokenness Mm -hmm. and like you said like we it's you we look at it negatively because you know we don't want life to be hard we don't want to be heartbroken we don't want to be sad or unhappy but
0: but when you look at it if you if you if you knew God's plan or the plan Mm -hmm. and maybe just a part of it if you knew that that I had to go through this pain in order to get this Mm -hmm. then you'd be willing to go through it right it's fine everything's cool like you're just just got to get through you know but we don't know that but we do know that there is a greater plan we don't necessarily know what that is Mm -hmm. and that's where I feel like we have to grow that faith muscle Mm -hmm. and really like understand that I don't know what his plan is. Yeah. I can't see it. I'm not in control, mm-hmm. but I do know that this is not right. the ending. This
1: too shall pass. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And, you know, April showers bring May flowers. Mm-hmm. And...
0: I literally keep telling myself that.
1: Well, and I, like you said about, you know, God knows the plan and He he sees us at our full potential. Mm-hmm. So when we're going through, you know, the trials of life and we just feel so defeated and worthless and oh i just don't know what i'm doing wrong and it's like well yeah god has he sees you at your best your very end, like from beginning to end he sees the whole thing which is kind of hard to like wrap your head around mm-hmm. but um he whatever this little stage in life is is to get you to the next stage that will eventually lead you to the greatness that he has for you which never ends right like it's all there's always more like I said earlier he always has more for us no matter where we're at um just in those like trying times is when you have to be looking right for you know the the good in the day even Mm -hmm. if it's just one little thing every day just to be thankful for that's what I always try to do is just find something each day to be thankful for whether it's just like the sunshine or you know guy gas prices dropping a little bit like I'm so thankful for that at the moment yeah um
0: yeah I came across a a Facebook post this morning was like um I didn't realize how rich I am I have hot water I have food I have a roof over my head Mm -hmm. you know I have love in my family I Mm -hmm. have food in my belly you know and we forget those little things um are so much to be grateful for and even if like I'm trying to get in the habit of writing down like four or five things I'm grateful for every day. Mm -hmm. And even if they're the same things, you know, there's so, it's still so much to be grateful for. Like I might not have the money I want in my bank Mm -hmm. account or, uh, the salary I want Mm -hmm. or the car I want or a car (laughs) period right now at this point. (laughs) But I do have a roof over my head. I have two dogs that love me. I have a yeah. man that loves me. You yeah. know, I have, I'm still so blessed yeah. even in the stress and the anxiety and everything going yeah. on in life. And we just have to remember to, when we can't, when we're constantly looking for all the things wrong, we need to at least find the one thing right. And right. I feel like we, we overlook the fact that God loves us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're constantly looking for acceptance in this world and, and just acceptance within yourself and approval that you're on the right path and everything and I feel like when we, if we were to turn to God more in that aspect and ask him to heal us in those areas that we really need to be healed then we will start to see the beauty in all that we do have you mm-hmm. know
1: yeah i um i think it like the counting your blessings every single day even like the little things like food and water electricity because you know those can all be taken away so fast but God's love for you is never going to be taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: yeah. And um one of the we had a guest speaker at church today and he had said I something I loved
1: him. Yeah. <laughs> he was the most adorable thing.
0: <laughs> he had said something he called it GPS. Yeah. So I wrote that down God, too. plan and spirit, you know. Yeah. And I just really like that because it, it it like made sense because First it's God and then it's his plan. Mm-hmm. And then he fills you with the Holy Spirit to move you. Mm-hmm. And what do we use GPS for? We use GPS for direction. Why yep. do we not, you know, like I just thought that was really good. That's
1: funny. Cause I, <laughs> I wrote down the same thing, but I wrote different and we may have just heard two different things and that's fine too. But I wrote God's plan to salvation.
0: Ooh. Yeah. And okay. then I
1: wrote highway to heaven. Okay. Roadmap. Ooh,
0: Ooh. I like that. Yeah. That's crazy. God's that's funny how we heard different things. Yeah. But it
1: works either way. Uh huh.
0: I like that.
1: Yeah. Highway to heaven. The GPS. Highway to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Not the other way.
0: Oh, that's awesome. (sighs) We're going to put a disclaimer in. There is singing
1: in this episode.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like. I've been really grateful for the last couple of days because mm-hmm. a lot of times people, I mean, we can go and I can go into a whole nother podcast with this one, but seasonal depression is real mm-hmm. and vitamin, vitamin D deficiency is real. 100%. And I feel like, um, that has played a huge part in the stress going on and stuff like that. So I was able to have some time outside, you know, barefoot doing yard work, just yeah. enjoying the time. And I really like going to the dump. I just realized like, how grateful I really am for this day, you yeah. know, even though this week has been crazy and stuff, you know, I'm like, I need to, I need to be more yeah. grateful mm-hmm. in, in everything, you know? And I always try to tell people that when I hear them complain about something, I'm like, but we, we have this, or you yeah. have this, you know, we have to be grateful. And it's just really hard. Um, And I feel like that's where we have to really focus on our mental state mm-hmm. and where our thoughts go, yeah. you know?
1: Well, I, yeah, I've certainly felt, you know, just between me and you, like, there was a bit of a, 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 I don't know, separation, decline, I don't know, whatever word you want to use. Like, we were thick as thieves for, like, a long time, but then, like, the past couple weeks have just, I don't know, just something was off Mm -hmm. and different, which isn't bad or whatever. Everybody goes through seasons and things, but I've just just been praying for you, and because I know, like. you you know I just felt it and um but I think that's what a relationship is all about you Mm -hmm. know um you sense these things in the people and when you do sense those things you know just keep them in your thoughts and your Mm -hmm. prayers you don't you don't have to fix the whole situation for them or know the details of everything that's going on um but that's kind of how God works too like he does I mean he knows all the details and stuff like that but he's always there for you and um hoping making the best <laughs> it's weird talking about god Mike. he hopes he knows yeah. um but he's always there with you and that's what the relationship with him is mm-hmm. for like you can have your religion and all that but having an actual relationship with him will bring you the fruits of all that he has for mm-hmm. you
0: i definitely feel like that relationship gives you an offer like you said fruits which is joy and everything mm-hmm. like that because <laughs> i feel like happiness is temporary mm-hmm. you know um but you had mentioned something earlier about just feeling like things were a little different and i've gotten to a point where um cuz i try i've gotten to the point where i'm trying to not like ask details on certain things mm-hmm. because it's not necessarily my business mm-hmm. I, people don't mind telling me you know right. but like i don't want to ask if they tell me something's going on I don't want to say, well, what's going on? You know, like I've gotten to the point where it's none of my business. Just let them know I'm here for them. I'm praying for them. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes there's been where random people have popped up into my head And I feel like that's God telling me to reach out to him. So I started, Mm -hmm. I started getting to this point where a random person pops into my head, whether I have their phone number or I have them on social media Mm -hmm. or whatever, I just started messaging them like, Hey, you've been on my mind. Hope you're doing well. Love you. You know, because we don't realize how broken people truly are and need that. And that can open up so many doors, you know, that happens to me all the time. Like, um, people I
1: haven't talked to in years will just randomly pop into my head or something will remind me of them. And I've been kind of more intentional about that mm-hmm. over the last year or so too. Just, you know, they didn't just pop in your head for no reason at all. Right. Um, so just see what's going on or, or yeah, like you said, just say, Hey, hi, I love you. hope you're doing well. Right. Um, and I'll, more than, more than not, they'll come back with like a flood of mm-hmm. stuff. Like, Oh, thank you for reaching out. Uh, things are okay. You know, I'm kind of going through this or, whatever, like, let's get together soon, whatever, and talk, um, and then that opens the door for you Mm -hmm. to minister to them, and, um, it usually turns out good Mm -hmm. instead of bad when you do that.
0: I think that's how we build true, genuine relationships, too, Mm -hmm. you know, um, just letting people know that you have them on their mind, and, you know, you're not worried about just about your life, and everything's hunky-dory in your life, and who cares what's going on in other people's lives, you know? And I feel like it just brings us to a place of building that relationship. Let's see. You have another full circle moment. I know. (laughs) I do. Like, when
1: you said something about, you know, happiness is temporary, it, like, Mm -hmm. reminded me. And I have something written down here. And it's James 1, verse 2 and 3. And my note is, when your faith is tested, your endurance grows. Joy doesn't come from earthly happiness, but from the hope of becoming mature and full Mm -hmm. in faith. And the verses are... um, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulty, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the great, greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up in you the power of endurance.
0: Oh, that is so uh, good. I know. And
1: so when we were talking about the podcast this week and we were like, maybe let's just share some things that, you know, we've read this week. And, you know, 1 Corinthians, obviously we I read because we did that in Bible study, but I don't know how I came across that James passage, but I loved it. And it's just
0: full circle. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, you don't think about, I mean, when you, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag full circle. Hashtag. Um, so I mean, you don't think about it, but like when you go to exercise and stuff, you have to push yourself past the limits that you are in order to grow and, Mm -hmm. you know, gain the muscle that you want to, or cut the fat that you want to, you know, you have to push yourself to that point and mentally, there's often times where you're like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. You got to keep going. Mm-hmm. You have that mental aspect. Yes. So when you take it back into into life, into joy, into happiness, and to being grateful for what you do have, even in a time of brokenness mm-hmm. or depression, anxiety, you know, pain, it's it just made sense, really. Yeah, you know? when you
1: you know push yourself you surprise yourself mm-hmm. every t- like i know when we ran that 10k i was just, I
0: that 10k
1: <laughs> oh boy i was ready to quit so many times but i was like no we got to keep going we're training for something mm-hmm. we're building endurance you know and i surprised myself with how far mm-hmm. i got without stopping and it's just the most empowering thing, you mm-hmm. know, when you actually tackle something that you didn't think that you could. Right. And not just in exor- exercise, but in life, too. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're going through something and you can't see the end of it, but when the end finally comes and you're like, man, what the heck was right. I worried about? Like, right.
0: that was a breeze. Yeah. Um, I definitely can relate to mm-hmm. that because I remember... I I really 100% remember this exact time I was sitting on the front porch at the time I smoked cigarettes Mm -hmm. I was talking to my best friend Tara I was crying I just wanted so much more out of life I I, this is not the life I wanted to live Mm -hmm. I wanted to build a house you know I wanted to settle down I wanted to like start building my dreams and my career Mm -hmm. goals and I'm just like bawling how did I even get here to this place you Mm -hmm. know smoking back-to-back cigarettes chain smoking cigarettes just having a rough day you know And it was the other day I was driving down the road and it just really resonated with me. Like I'm doing exactly everything that I said I wanted to do. I just had to give it to God Mm -hmm. and get in a place of, of obedience. And that does, I mean, that means executing that. Mm -hmm. That means, you know, taking ownership for my actions and, and moving forward with the toxic things within me that I had to change too, in order for him to grow me. Mm -hmm. And that was just, I'm just grateful. Yeah.
1: I see that this post on social media all the time that's like remember that you prayed for this moment or something mm-hmm. you prayed for where you where you are now whatever it is mm-hmm. I can't but I think that's so important when we do get kind of stagnant in life or we become start becoming ungrateful or like envious of what other people have or you know jealous of their walk or where they're at and what what they're doing in their life but it's you do have to remember like where you came from and that where you were six months ago you prayed for where you are now and it's like you got to be thankful for that and say you know thank you god like let's keep moving forward and you know in six months from now where am I going to be
0: right um because I feel like oftentimes that can be disguised as being ungrateful mm-hmm. you know because and I always tell god like whenever I pray I'm like okay like I don't want to seem like I'm ungrateful and I'm sorry if it does seem like I've been ungrateful you know because Mm -hmm. there's been situations where I've been frustrated with life and like Mm -hmm. what the heck is going on you know but Mm -hmm. it's like wait a minute no he's he's been gracious to me he's got me where I'm gonna be or where I'm at today I need to be grateful for that and then I need to put my worries on him as Mm -hmm. in tell him how I'm feeling you know this this is just a new moment that I have going on right now that doesn't mean I'm not grateful for where I've been and that doesn't mean that because I'm in this season, I'm moving backwards. Because I feel like oftentimes that can be disguised. If we're not constantly moving forward and everything's constantly going great, then it's like we're moving backwards. And mm-hmm. that's not the case at all.
1: I love that you said you kind of gave us a little insight to your prayer relationship. Because I think some people get kind of um, uh, intimidated by prayer. Like they think it has to be this extremely formal thing where you like you know sit down on your hands and knees and you do you know whatever but no it is just a conversation with God and he you can tell him when you're upset or frustrated or discouraged you know I tell him all the time I'm like dude what is going on right now why (laughs) right (laughs) it's like what give me like a sign to like understand the purpose and all this or you know whatever and or sometimes i'm like man that was awesome thank you so much mm-hmm. like and it just little prayers like that it doesn't have to be a whole 30 minute sit down with him just a continual dialogue with him is right. what is the relationship aspect of it and i do all day long i'm just like lord what was that mm-hmm. or why why okay i deserve that you're <laughs> right okay um Same. i mean obviously there are times of like intense prayer where you do have to like get down on your knees and just In your brokenness and just, yeah, lay it out there and weep and all that. But if you can get into a place where you are like in every situation and moment, you're just like having that dialogue and it doesn't have to be like verbally out loud. It's, it's in your head, you know, he, he hears those and understands those prayers too. And it's like, even like driving down the road, if I see a wreck, I'm like, Oh Lord, please like be with them, them, Mm -hmm. you know, protect them and things like that. Um, So I just like that little candidness about your, your prayer. Well, for
0: the the longest, honestly, like as a kid, you know, I grew up saying, uh, what's the common prayer? Now you lay me down to sleep blah blah. blah. Mm, Me too. Okay. So (laughs) I said that and I used to say, pray to Lord my soul to keep (laughs) (laughs) because I didn't understand what it said. But, and then when I first really started, like after high school, after the years of craziness, um, and I started praying, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it a habit to start praying every day for honestly, y'all like probably the first year and a half, two years, I would say the same prayer because I didn't know what to pray. You know, I wasn't in that place of talking to God and being able to hear Him or allowing Him to guide me Mm -hmm. in that sense because I just wasn't in a place of obedience Mm -hmm. for that yet. I was still spiritually immature. Mm -hmm. You know, there's only certain things He can reveal to us based off of the level of our faith that we're in. Mm -hmm. And so for the longest, I said the same prayer for years, but it still got me to where I am today. And I would not be able to... You know, drive down the road and and talk to God about situations, or just and I talk to Him how I'm talking to you, right? You know, now when I pray, like you said, it's not formal, but it's a little different. But when I'm talking to Him about situation scenarios or need guidance, mm-hmm. I'm talking to Him like I'm talking to mm-hmm. a friend, mm-hmm. and then I'm looking for that guidance or the opportunities that He has for me. It might not be today or tomorrow yeah. or next week, but those are those full circle moments mm-hmm. that we talk about.
1: Yeah, so. well, and yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with those like traditional prayers, mm-hmm. or if you say the um same prayer over and over I mean those are great too and he he hears those and but it's like when, if you get into this constant dialogue and just recognizing he is in every single mm-hmm. step of every day like you so much will be revealed to you throughout the day mm-hmm. um I know like I drive a lot for work <laughs> like 10 hours a day back in, or not a day no, a, a, like, a week <laughs> 10 um, hours a day. A week. Um, I'm in the car. So that's where I do, honestly, a lot of my praying and just talking to God because I'm just driving along. And um, I'll catch myself, like, you know, looking at my phone when I'm not supposed to. And I'll, like, look up and, like, slam on the brakes because it's like, whoo. And it's like, whoo, thank you, Jesus, mm-hmm. for not letting me <laughs> run into the back of that car getting a wreck. And, yeah, just it's you will see him in every step of your way once you can get that relationship of just that constant dialogue with him um Uh but also i just wanted to say like nothing wrong with the intense like recited prayers or anything like that because the lord's prayer is a good one too Uh um i say it a lot too just when i like feel like i need to pray about something but i'm not exactly sure Uh how to what to say or how to exactly like get it out there i'll just like recite one of those prayers Uh that we've learned and he knows what's on your heart Uh and even though if you don't know exactly how to get it out there to put the words together like don't worry about that. He's got that.
0: Yeah, there's this thing that says, "Lord, if if I can't put into words, I can't I can't put into word into a prayer these words. Please hear my heart. You mm-hmm. know. And there's often times where it's like I'm literally sitting there and I'm just like I can just like yeah. my it's like <laughs> my heart it's like my heart is just releasing it. And I'm not saying anything. I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. not, just You're just Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like take it take up, it, and it, he does. I feel, yeah. I feel like the weight lifted off my shoulders. Um, yeah. But you said something. You said there's, um, he's in everything, and I wanted to tell you this story. So, okay. Um, back in December, my mom got this dog, mm-hmm. and mind you, she found him on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Okay, but an hour or two before that, she was talking on the phone, and she was like, "Maybe I need a dog. Maybe, maybe I need to get a puppy. Maybe I need a companion or something." Mm-hmm. And two hours later, she just so happened to go down to the grocery store or to the gas station because she needs to pick up cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Well, she got to the end of our road and forgot her wallet. Had to turn around and come back or something to that fact. And as she was leaving back out, this puppy was on the side of the Mm -hmm. road. And so she picked him up. And when she told me that story, I'm like, you know, that's God. Yeah. Like, he he sees that you need that companion. You know, you're a little lonely and Mm -hmm. stuff. You need that. Well... I always told her he was special because he's, at at that time, he was, like, probably, like, two months old and, like, could give high fives and, like, just, he was mm-hmm. a special dog. And his little butt was a little laggy. <laughs> Something's going on with his butt. It's, like, a little laggy from the front paws. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Friday, we're sitting outside on her front porch and he's barking at the cows. Mm-hmm. But then all the babies come up and he stops and he the baby cows all the baby cows okay he was barking at the big cows yeah the big cows move on and the baby cows you know being babies and they all come up and he sticks his head through the through the um farm fence and they all he gives each one of them a kiss every single baby there was they would walk up and they'd both kiss and i have a picture on my phone remind me to show you but it just reminded me like that Even in animal form, Mm -hmm. they're still sweet souls. Because not often do you see cows and and dogs and puppies, you know, interacting and being sweet like that. But I just felt like it was just a reminder to me, like no matter what the outside picture sees, no matter what the world thinks it sees, it's like all what's in the heart. Because these little baby horses or these little baby cows loved him so much that they just came up and kept giving him a kiss every single one of them. It was the purest thing I've seen in a while. That is so cute. And I was like, that's another reassurance that, like, I feel like god brought him to you for Mm -hmm. a reason and he's special and you need to see that even though it's hard to see that in the rambunctious of him digging holes in my yard and you know all kinds of crazy stuff he's there's still that heart is there that heart was from god and it was just oh my gosh that is so cute he was
1: telling them big cows to get out of the way so his friends
0: (laughs) mom was like i wonder how long he's been going over that fence he done made friends with every single one of them (laughs) just coming up and each giving them a kiss it was so cute I know some people
1: say, like, dogs are just a dog, but Mm-mm. that, I don't agree. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: They have spirits.
1: We don't deserve dogs. No. We really don't, but...
0: They're the purest I'm form very to...
1: thankful that we have them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I remember we had... His name was Gizmo, and we got him when I was two, fixing to turn three, I think, and mm-hmm. he passed away when I was 19.
1: Oh, my gosh. Wow, uh, that's a long life.
0: Yes. 17 years. Dude, he had... He, he was so smart. Like, mm. they're just, they're humans. And my yeah. mom would always call him our brother, you know. And I remember <laughs> one time me and my brother asked to walk down to the power plant down the road. And um, we asked my mom and my dad. They were sitting on the back porch. And as soon as we asked that, Gizmo came walking out. And his uh, leash was perfectly cooled up in his mouth. And he sat it right down at his feet. My mom was like, well, I guess you're taking your, daughter, your brother with you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, walking down there, but Gizmo wants to go, too. I don't know. Mm. We just, like you said, we don't deserve yeah. no that. um here.
1: my childhood dog... I got in seventh grade, and she's about 15 now. And my she's, my dad still has her, and every time I see her, I'm just like, I'll, like, give her extra loves and tell her how much I love her, because I don't know, like, when the last time mm-hmm. will be. Um, I can't even think. Of, I can't yeah. start. I'll I'll start crying. <laughs> um, her name's Star, and she's the best dog ever.
0: That's the black German mm-hmm. Shepherd, the all-black one with the cross-paws? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's
1: such a lady with her cross-paws.
0: <laughs> So cute. Dogs are, are awesome. Animals are awesome in general. Yeah. Really. Well, I guess that's about all I have today. Um, I really just want to say there's going to be tough seasons. There's going to be tough times. There's going to be some brokenness that we feel, but we have to remember that those are not the end times, and those times are had to have to happen in order for us to grow into our fullest potential. Mm-hmm. So if we're truly wanting the growth, we have to be ready to endure the trials and tribulations that mm-hmm. come with that. And mm-hmm. um it's not the end. And I also wanna say, whoever's listening to this, if y'all ever need to reach out and want to talk or, you know, just wanna get coffee or lunch or go on a run because we have a half marathon and September. Um, mm-hmm. just yeah, reach out. We're we're here. We're we're experiencing the same things. Everybody else experiences we're no different. We all go through our struggles and I feel like whenever we can link arms and come together as one we're more powerful than Mm -hmm. individually by ourselves yes
1: amen yeah there's that verse that's like wherever two or three gather in my name i'm with them Mm -hmm. unity so true we're unified we talked about that today today. today.
0: all right bye bye,
1: y'all circle (laughs)